Hi, welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my friend, my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Hello. Ah. Ah. Where did your lip go? Uh, it's on a break. <laughs> you got a real fire marshal Bob thing going there, and I like oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's who a really that good is. face. That's a great face. Oh, the person Marshall we Bob. should just get to it. The person giggling in the background is our friend. She's a writer. She's a great podcaster. Uh, <laughs> she's back on the podcast. We're so lucky to have her. It's Andrea Warner. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. In a time, in a time, but you're so busy. (laughs) (laughs) This is just like quits the podcast. This is what I mean. Who is (laughs) fire? Oh shit! That's how old I am. I'm so sorry. Um, It's a a baby. It's a Jim Carrey (laughs) character from. in living color okay like a really long time and basically he was a guy with like he was basically just like just like raw flesh that had been burned um fully off (laughs) and he uh, he had a real sort of skull laugh and um so when when you were like taking your lips in your mouth and like just showing teeth i can picture it take your lips into into your mouth sounds like bad and kissing advice like yeah like you're like i don't know like what if he tries to french me i only kiss with my teeth it's all just i have kissed people like you yeah bone bone on bone baby yeah i realized right before we started recording i put on like a lip i don't know lipstick lip something lip color uh-huh. And it's uh, and then I just did that thing where I put my lips away, and now uh, the inside of my mouth uh, feels numb. I keep thinking, like, if you could give up one body body part, fudge, body part a rest, like, what would it be? Like, like it, if the you thing can, that's cute about your mouth is you can fold it in, like it's like it can have a nap. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if you could give one part of your body a rest, like if you mm-hmm. could. I mean, I would say my hands because they hurt all the time. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. That makes uh, a lot of sense. Sorry, that's so real and not funny. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> no, that's fair. That's totally fair. How about you, Andrea? Well, I've had a real intense period week, so I'm just going to literally give my, like, uh, you know, vagina hole a real rest. It <laughs> the is, hole itself. The hole itself has been through a lot this week. It is. Red hole. It is. Yeah, it's really, it's, sorry, you had such a nice answer, Jessica, and I went <laughs> no, full, like, just this real, is more appropriate. real deep, uh, but real honestly, deep. it's been, like, such a, such a, like, sort of, like, murdering myself from the inside week, oh, um, right, yeah. and, uh, so yeah, I just you know what it deserves a t- it deserves a break. Yeah, it's not going to get one for another like twenty years. So yeah. <laughs> buckle up, Andrea. Yeah. Was it your second dose period? No, I think I had that like because I but it, that it has been like a period for like a month basically, which I think was triggered by second dose. Mm. So so it just got like extra. I and, stupidly uh, yeah. planned. Well, I didn't plan. You know, like I booked my second vaccine as quickly as I could but I yeah. it was uh, on the same day I got my period and I was like this is this was dumb so yeah. why didn't I think of that it's fine everything's fine I wound up being okay so I mean I'm grateful yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah can't complain totally what's your body part that you would rest Alicia yeah uh my eyes they're just like you know, I mean, I'm addicted to my phone, so I bet even just like reducing screen time on my phone would solve it. But I, oh, like, <laughs> I just had my prescription changed. Maybe 
I guess like around the holidays, like around Christmas. And I feel like I need to get my eyes checked again. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. Um, but it's, I think it's also just fatigue. I have, I've been on a bit of a bad sleep streak, which happens a couple of times a year. And it's nothing that some weed gummies won't take care of. I just have to rustle to the store, rustle all my feathers to the store. I'm yeah. a bird. You know what? I really like ordering mine through like mail order. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do and, that, but I'm going to get one pack for the weekend. Yeah. The, but they do same day service too. Like oh, the, the place that I do. So they'll like, if you order in the morning, they'll drop them off at night. Is it like, okay, yeah, I'll get that information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really like them. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I love it too now. <laughs> <laughs> I see ads for that like on the like telephone poles, just like uh-huh. same day weed delivery. And I'm like, tell me more. And now I'm seeing ads for like mushrooms and yes. acid. And I'm like, <laughs> sign me up for all of them, please. <laughs> yeah, like it's like our own little special tiny town. <laughs> Now the drugs are okay. <laughs> yeah. Tiny Town. Tony <laughs> Tuna is the mayor of Tiny Town. Oh, yeah. Tony Speaking Tunes. of uh, Tony Tuna, Jay ran into Tony Cliff today on the street, and I was just so like, lucky. Wow. Tiny, Beautiful man. Tiny Town. Tiny Town. Tiny Tony Cliff. Tiny, <laughs> Tiny Tony Tuna. I was just like, that's impressive because, like, Tiny Tony Cliff likes to ride his bicycle. It's happening. <laughs> like, people are, you know, you're running into people you know on the street now, which, like, I don't know if I'm fully prepared for it. But yeah, yeah. Like, like a month ago, maybe even like almost six weeks ago, I was in a park. Anyway, it was like six weeks ish. And I was in a park, um, and from like a hundred feet away, I saw Graham and Sally and I was, it was so surprising to see people that I know in (laughs) real life Yeah, that had not been like strategically planned. And we didn't come nearer to each other than yelling a hundred feet away from each other because we were all masked up and, you know, it was just, you know, not safe and stuff. But um, it was just so nice. Like even just Mm. like that one moment of like, oh, everyone's still here that's nice yeah everyone has a physical body they're not just like an online presence or like podcast person yeah 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 i feel that too yeah also just like in the past maybe week or so stopped feeling that like that like you know uh like eh, um (laughs) that sort of like i don't know what's gonna happen next i don't know when i'm going to get to see people i don't feel good Mm. being outside like i sort of started to feel better well yeah Yeah. and you traveled too i did travel yeah the trip like being at my dad's house was amazing it was super wonderful to see him and my stepmom and my brother and and his uh, wife and my niece for the first time since december 2019 wow wow. i have to say that i don't travel well i'm like a probably like an iguana travel wise (laughs) like i shouldn't go on planes um you need your hot rock yeah, I think that like my nerves were really frayed and I rushed to book this trip because I don't trust that some other thing won't come along and we won't be able to travel again. For sure. Yeah, like just the hoops you have to go through, which are very smart, like all the testing and stuff and the different apps you have to download and verifications and physical copies of things kind of triggered a little bit of my travel anxiety. And not, not just a little bit like I had like I had I had a couple of moments where I was like, I might cry but it was all worth it and like I got my arrival test back today uh the government has it set up so once you get off the plane and you're a Canadian citizen with your vaccination you don't have to quarantine anymore but you have to do an arrival COVID test and as soon as you get that cleared you don't have to wear a mask in public any longer okay Uh, I mean 
of course, like I'll continue to uh, where where necessary and appropriate and where I feel best. But yeah, it was, you know, it was good. Wow. That's great. It was good. It was. Yeah, I think like it'll be really lovely for Canadians that have family uh, in Canada, but not where they live to get to see them. And it's quite easy, I think, to travel within the country right now. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing those reunion photos and people being with their families and friends again. I got to oversee a hug happening, I think, for the first <laughs> time in a really long time. I'm horny was, for that. It was. I was on my balcony there. I can sort of see a little bit out to the alley. It's normally like not very exciting. Like we have a view of the dumpster. So mm. <laughs> not it's not usually like a heartwarming moment but um (laughs) we saw some people like sort of run into each other and it was people in a car and then people just walking I think and I like sort of overheard like uh they were all like oh my god like I haven't seen you in so long and it was that sort of thing it seemed like maybe it was family uh because it was like uh you know different generations apart but it was like the people in the car the woman jumped out and she just she like very quickly said like can I hug you and she was wearing a mask and then the other person consented and then I saw the hug and it was like it looked like it was so meaningful Mm. and like it lasted for a really long time and they were both like and then the the driver of the car got out and was like okay I gotta do this too and then like (laughs) they're all hugging and I was just like this is so beautiful and I like I just loved the like can I hug you like I was like oh this needs to happen (laughs) more absolutely all hugs all hugs absolutely yeah, yeah. my I, I remember like i can't remember the first one but like i've i've been the first hug oh, wow. um for like a several people in the last like month or so just like still being masked and being outside but like mm-hmm. being the first hug oh, wow. and it is like almost made me cry every single time like it is just like so nice also like these are hugs where like people no one wants to let go first yeah yeah <laughs> you know and it's just oh god it's so nice and it's so good and I, I've just like missed it so much yeah it seems like a such an honor to be like someone's someone's first hug or like oh yeah meaningful <laughs> it is it is oh, right I I guess less than a week from now will be two weeks past my second vaccination uh, and yesterday was a big milestone. Jay and I ate at a restaurant. Not milestones. <laughs> I just mean to Yeah, because if you yeah. can find one in Vancouver, tell me immediately. Isn't there, there's one above the Whole Foods on Canby, I'm pretty no, sure. No, it's gone. Oh, no, it's gone? Okay, well. Yeah, gone. it didn't survive the pandemic. Sorry, nope. um, I'm not up to date. It was a very, like, <laughs> spur of the moment thing. And it was funny because the day before, Jay was like, I wonder when the first time we'll eat in a restaurant will be. And he's like, it's probably going to be something you know, totally unplanned. And then the next day it totally was, Um, (laughs) but it was amazing. We were the only people there. And also like we never went inside because you just like entered and immediately were on the patio. It was just like so spacious. I guess the venue is normally used for like wedding receptions and stuff. So it was so big and like, there was like so much staff. They all seemed really bored and And we went with our friend who's like about to turn 73. So like she felt comfortable like and we all just like checked in and we were like, is this cool? Like and then we kept being like, this is so perfect. Like it worked out so perfectly. (laughs) It was very nice. And we told the staff we were like, this is our first time. And they were like, oh, isn't it weird? And we were like, yeah, like, are you are you comfortable? Like just like everyone checking in. And yeah, it was just like positive, positive experience. That's so nice. Yeah. 
and I can't even remember how long it's been. It's been forever. Yeah. Probably since last, like not last March, a year ago, March, right? Well, before then, because we're not really like big restaurant people. Um, we usually get, just get takeout, but it might have been like February, January. I, yeah, I don't know. It's a long I was, time. I was sick for like basically the first two months of 2020. So I had already not left my house right. <laughs> like oh, wow. almost at all. Um, I got to get a COVID antibody test at some point to see whether or not like I, I had. It yeah, it's because it, I it was it was the wildest sickness that I had had and it was so intense and. I basically like didn't leave my house for seven weeks and oh wow and then I was back out in the world for two weeks and then we were back into lockdown <laughs> and, <laughs> and then we were, like, like actual I'm, lockdown started. I'm good at this. <laughs> That's the thing. I was like, oh, I'm pretty good at this. This is fine, I guess. Um, but uh, so so we haven't been uh, you know anywhere really. Like we ate on one patio that I was deeply uncomfortable the whole time, like sometime mm-hmm. like last fall when it was like allowed to, you know, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our very first time was a couple weeks ago. We, all of our family and our best friends, we all went on a little mini staycation. Nice. Um, we tried to go to Pitt Meadows, but the first place that we booked, we found bed bugs and we had to leave the hotel. <gasps> oh, no. oh my God. Uh-huh. What yeah. Matter? Total nightmare. And um, and then we ended up in this hotel in Langley. So we had a weekend in Langley, which Lovely. I didn't. It was great, actually. Um, but we ate on a patio uh, for the first time in forever. And it was like all of us and it was so nice and the staff was really lovely and like again that checking in with each other like all over the place to just mm-hmm. and we were all spread out and it was like, you know, it was just it was just like I don't know. It's just I did not expect for like my real first like post pandemic meal to be at a chain restaurant on the Langley <laughs> Bypass, but I was thrilled. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good, and I loved it. I didn't it. expect mine to be like in Stanley Park at like a <laughs> you know weird heritage house that I'd never heard of before, and just came upon like over a hill, and I was like, oh. Should we get a drink? (laughs) I've been to a wedding there. Oh, yeah? It's beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, it is beautiful. And it's, I think, yes, it's like also, I I was like, how good was I? I've I've never been there again. And Mm -hmm. that was in like 2010. Yeah. I'm not even sure that it exists if you're not there. Yeah, that's how, that's how, because like I've, you know, I've been to Stanley Park many times, but I mostly would just like bike around the seawall. So I know the perimeter well and anything you can see from the outside, but sort of all the things inside, like there's the aquarium, there's Rose Gardens, and I've like, there's Lost Lagoon, there's Beaver Lake, like they all exist, but like in my mind, I don't really know how they connect. So like also just being like, oh, there's like a beautiful heritage house here. Like, I didn't even know. Like, it does feel like it's sort of like a Brigadoon or something. It's <laughs> 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 so only like if the moon is a certain fullness and you're looking into a rainbow, you can see this like magical <laughs> patio with no one on it. Yeah. Well, congratulations to all of us for yeah. being able to leave the house. <laughs> being Honestly, able to such a thrill. Slowly like, yeah. rebuild. Yeah, we have we're we're pretty lucky at our place because we have like a patio and it it looks into the courtyard in our building. Like there's oh, nice. a courtyard um, connecting like three buildings, and so just like even having two friends over onto our patio last weekend. Wow. Huge 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 (laughs) like I just uh all the things that I took for granted for so long my entire life yeah um yeah it's uh, I mean but at the same time I'm also like 
I don't know, deeply terrified as well of like, yeah, still <laughs> everything. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. Every tiny like little thing that I decide to do feels celebratory. And then I'm also keeping every other decision I make in reserve as to how I feel that day, as to whether I want to engage more visibly and, um, you know, with more presence in the world. I think that's totally a totally reasonable approach to it. Like, you know, I love seeing people again, but I'm also starting to get that thing where I'm like, oh, no, like the calendar has a different thing on it, like almost every day. And I, I, that's too much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm not ready. I've decided to only do one thing every weekend. That's so smart. Oh my because God. Because um, I just was running similar to Jessica, like, and probably you, like, between all of our friendships and wanting to maintain them, I often didn't have any time to rest from the week. Mm-hmm. And it's not that, like, seeing friends is restorative and lovely, but I realized that, like, I was always kind of out of breath. Yeah. 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 And I don't miss, like, just eating in restaurants all the time and all of the sort of socializing that I did that way. Like, I'd like to. I'm like a big eater in restaurants. So it was a big change to go into this part of my life and then realize, oh, I don't have to do that. Yeah. (laughs) That was totally optional. (laughs) That is something I picked up like in my 20s. And I didn't realize like, oh, it's really not that much fun. So much of it was also just necessity based because it would be like, oh, yeah, you're, you know, you're so busy. And it was like, oh, like we we don't have time to cook. Like, let's just grab something yeah, here. It's, and it's then... like killing two birds with one stone, seeing yeah. your friends and getting a meal. Yeah. That's how I like survived my whole social life the past mm-hmm. decade. Yeah. But I'm also like, wow, I save a lot of money <laughs> if I'm cooking my own food. Um, yeah. Not that restaurants aren't important. And I no, also of course love not. to no, support yeah, them and sure. tip them 9 million percent. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I do think like there's a lot to be said about like just thinking about how like we value our time coming out of if we come out of this and and definitely not doing it maybe like life the way that we did before, at least for me. Like I just I used to sometimes have four or five events scheduled in one evening after working all day. And like I like I can't do that anymore. Like I don't know that I can only do one social thing on the weekend because I don't. I don't know that I have that kind of discipline, frankly, for myself. Um, but I also, I don't work a, a traditional nine to five, Monday to Friday. I have like, I'm working a lot in weird um, hours and iterations and stuff. So, but I just, yeah, like I can't, I can't, can't, can't do that thing. So I'm, I'm I have like made a concerted effort to have no more than one uh, social event per day um and that's great like, yeah that's like that's that's where i'm at right now yeah. um, and, that, and that includes a lot of work because a lot of times it would be like going to a show or going to a theater or like reviewing mm-hmm. whatever like uh and yeah. i just i can't do it anymore yeah and it's shocking to look back and like you know look at an old calendar or agenda or something and see how like each little box would be just like full and i was like how did i physically do all this like i don't understand I think I tried to one day, maybe a summer ago, like a whole year ago, but like still during the pandemic, I tried to do two things in one day. I think actually, (laughs) Alicia, it was, I think we had sushi on your back lawn. And then I think I was supposed to go do something else after that. And afterwards I was like, there's no way I can be like, even like emotionally present in a conversation because it's just like seeing you and Hank, it's like filled me up and I was like I think I just need to go home and like (laughs) lay on the couch 
So both of your strategies, I like them <laughs> and they're valid. How have you guys felt about like sort of recording remotely all the time still? Like, did you think about sort of taking a break? Uh, we never really discussed that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I like the flexibility that it sort of gives you. Like now, you know, people are talking about like in September going back to doing things live. And like Jay and I have been taking singing lessons and our teacher was like, yeah, we can go back to live. But also like she suggested having the possibility of remote still being an option, which I was like, yeah, that's great. Because, you know, like there are some times where you can't like physically get to another location because there's just not enough time and you're going to be all stressed and hurried. So, I mean, I I'm still open to doing it either way. What do you think, Alicia? I mean, I feel like I always feel like we're really lucky that we have Jay. Yeah, um, for sure. Because like we got <laughs> up and running very quickly mm-hmm. and like I didn't even have a microphone and I uh, did not know what I was doing and I may have cried uh, on the telephone oh. with Jay and Jessica. Um, but I, what I really love is like this whole concept of time back has really hit me hard. Like working from home, my quality of life is so much better now. Yeah. It wasn't initially in the first few months of the podcast, it was much worse, not podcast and well, yeah, because it was coincided pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was much worse, but I realize now like that things have calmed down and it became more routine. I have an extra two hours a day. Oh, wow. And I'm not, you know, I, my productivity is more like I can kind of almost track it. Like, of course, I have those like times where I'm not super productive, but there's no office chit chat. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm not a germphobe, but because of my immune system, I'm worried about being in offices anyways. Like I was already like in having talks with people at work about coming to work sick. Mm. And like, yeah, that time back. And I think the podcast has been great because we've had friends on and guests that we would never have had on before yeah that makes sense and there's also a little bit of a time back factor for me not jay um (laughs) who has to now edit like three separate tracks into a beautiful podcast but yeah i like that like i don't have the like i don't have to rush to get to jessica's house after work like deal with the dog and then you know it's usually like maybe about instead of it being like an hour and a half it's about twice as much time so at the end of a work day You know, I just roll off of this chair, send a file, (laughs) take the dog out and crawl into bed. It's like 930. I'm winning. Yeah. But I miss like there's things that I miss, too. Like I miss seeing Jay and Jessica. Um, I miss, you know, having that that time with our friends, because really, like every single person that's on the podcast is a dear friend. And yeah, we had essay on last week and I just like and I had seen her in person the day before and. Like, my body was just warm. Yeah. Like, it's just like, just to be around people you love is, like, so powerful. So. Yeah. I want to keep doing it. I think, like, when we decide to go back in person, we will. But also, I think now that we know how to do remote sessions, we can continue to have, like, expand our our, uh, friendship circle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got a list on my phone of people who are, like, dream guests for the podcast and, like, a bunch of them I had them in two different sections one was like uh I put a little like plane emoji beside their names because it was like you know they would have to travel to Vancouver to be on the podcast before and so throughout this whole time I've been like contacting those people being like hey like 
This will be way cheaper. You don't have to pay for a plane fare. <laughs> so that's nice. The one thing that I mean, like, obviously, there's a lot of downsides of like not being in the same room as someone and like reading yeah. their body language and all that. But like the one major thing that I have noticed is it doesn't motivate me to tidy up my apartment once a week because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, like, yeah, no one's coming over. So there's just piles of stuff everywhere. Yeah, I get that. How about that. you, Andrea? I, like, I have really been so glad to do it remotely. Like, I think it's been, it's been really good. And, and I know that I have learned things about myself and taking time for myself during the pandemic because I actually, like, took two weeks off from the podcast to, you know, blast through a, a rough first draft of the new book that I'm working on. And, and I didn't do that, like, uh, the last book I worked right through the podcast and just mm-hmm. suffered and, you know, and, and, and everything suffers when you're like pushing yourself really hard all the time and being able to have like remote guests from like farther away where we would never have been able to have them before has been kind of nice and or really nice, I should say. And <laughs> I also just like love, I love like not having to be outside my home. Like we recorded the public library. We don't record like in someone's home. And I love, I love inspiration labs as an, as a possibility. I think it's great, but it's really hot. Um, Um, And the other major thing that has changed for us at pop this at least is that previously Andrea Jin was our producer. She wasn't one of our co-hosts and now she's one of our co-hosts. And that has happened because of the remote recording. And it's, I don't know. It's like so it's so important to me that even though she has to do all the work of producing the podcast that she continues being our co-host because I just think, you know, like her opinion and her voice is so essential and I and I don't want to lose that. So that's been really, really good for us. That's lovely. Yeah. Jessica, I interrupted you when you were talking about. No, no, it's fine. I was just silly. I was just going to say that uh, the thing that I think struck like most people right around the beginning of like quarantine was you know everyone sort of took a look at their surroundings and was like how can I you know upgrade this or like make this more functional or livable or nicer so I feel better staying in it and it's taken me until like July 2021 to finally be like I should maybe I don't know move things around or like (laughs) Because I realized and what set it off was I have like all these plant cuttings in like, you know, glasses of water on my windowsill. And when I opened the curtain, I like knocked one over and I was like, oh, shit. And it just like poured a bunch of water into my radiator. And I was like, that's not good. So I like pulled everything out and I started cleaning. And then I like I pulled out this like old sort of like steamer crate that used to be my dad's that I just have like old suitcases on top of. And that's like my side table. And then I was like. what's even in here? I don't remember. It's so heavy. And I opened it up and it was like four boxes of unsold records from this like very old project that like (laughs) from over a decade ago. And I was like, okay, uh, why do I have this? Like, why don't I just have a table like a normal person? Uh, And then I looked around my apartment and I realized that like everything in it, I didn't buy any of it. Like it was all just given to me. And so I'm just like, hmm, maybe I don't need all this stuff. And I was like, oh, I see. This is what everyone was going through in like March 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Just taking me a bit longer to get caught up. Yeah, I didn't feel any, uh, I wasn't invigorated at all to take on any new hobbies or to do any 
deep changes to my apartment. Like I did one thing last year and it messed up everything and it took me a year to fix it. Because oh, no. I was like, well, f- it was, yeah, the patching of my walls where. Oh, and then the painting and yeah. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm just going to live like this. And yeah, like I think I stretched for the first time two days ago, like the entire pandemic. I just haven't stretched once. I'm like, nope, I'm not doing anything extra. Just surviving this. You stretched and it sounded like. I have to say that my shoulder was like, what's happening? It's like skeleton. My arm does not move the way it used to move. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll come back. We'll find out through stretching. Yeah. Um, should we do a round of retail nightmares or dreams or fantasies? Retail fantasies. Absolutely. God, retail <laughs> fantasies. Mm-hmm. Uh, retail yeah. erotic thriller. <laughs> yeah, my retail fantasy is Paxton from Never Have I Ever and I <laughs> fucking. <laughs> In a store. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> to make a retail? I don't know. <laughs> just on a counter at a Dairy Queen. That sounds great. Ooh, <laughs> oh, you yeah. just made it so much better. <laughs> There's just like soft serve pouring out of all yeah. <laughs> just like everywhere. Just turn your head and you get a different flavor. <laughs> we make a bed out of the um, treats of pizzas. Ooh, so cool. So cool. Mm-hmm. Goosebumps. Anyway, <laughs> I can be on our Patreon. That's like, <laughs> you got to pay extra for that content. Yeah, you should charge extra for that content. <laughs> I just want you to know. I'll 100% uh, uh, share a filthy story with our members every oh. month. Wow. I, I can promise you that. Incredible. That's great. Yeah, I save all of my dirty jokes for my like really close friends. And then but every once in a while, like I'll say something shocking on the podcast. And I'm like, why do you do that? Like, <laughs> people that listen to the podcast don't know that you're just kidding. <laughs> um, so Andrea. Yes. Hit us, hit us with a, a retail something. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I've had like, I had like one pandemic doozy, um, which was like phone based. And I have a, so I'll, I'll preface this by saying I have both a, a tremendous amount of um, compassion and empathy for people who work in call centers. I have worked in them myself. Um, I've, I've managed people in a call center. Like I have experience. You get it. I have experience. I get it. But then occasionally I get extra frustrated because I feel like sometimes I can tell when people are just giving me, you know, those like stock replies where they copy and paste from a sheet and aren't actually listening to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anyway, nightmare uh, scenario is so I decided to um, like finally like switch up my phone plans. And (laughs) (laughs) this is. Okay, this is so... I have a post-it note right beside my computer that says, call, tell us. And like, there's the phone number. And it's like, I've been putting it off. It's it's like such an undertaking. It is. And I mean, honestly, like most of it was pretty smooth. I want to give like all the credit that that they deserve. Most of it was pretty smooth. I've been with my same carrier for like 20 years, maybe. Like I haven't switched. I've been like pretty faithful. And... (laughs) um. But they have, they want to encourage you to do everything like self-serve through the website. Mm-hmm. And so fine. I decided, okay, well, I would activate a new line for my husband, Carlos. That went pretty smoothly. Everything was fine. Got him a better deal. Got myself a better deal. Then I decided to like activate one for my grandma because we got her her cell phone like seven years ago or something. And like we, we managed that for her and she only needs to like phone. She doesn't need 
internet or anything. Mm -hmm. So I switched her to like a, a cheaper plan and got her on a new system. Great. That went well. Then I decided that like I was still had all these deals. I was like, okay, I'm going to like add my sister and her husband to my phone plans as well oh, wow. so that we can get them like cheaper deals and better deals and stuff. And um, my brother-in-law's went fine as well. But my sister's was oh, no. the hiccup. And my poor sister, like honestly, everything that she just touches is a hiccup. Like it's just, oh. it's just like, it's just always a disaster no matter oh, what. No. So like I order her a phone and... um you know, it's very exciting. And so you act, when you activate a line and you order a phone, you're, you're supposed to sort of get a confirmation. And I never got one. I got one for his, but I never got one from hers. And I couldn't figure it out. So I waited for like like five days just to be calm about it. <laughs> and then I called and was like, hey, so like I never got any information. And I talked to like everyone I talked to is like really nice and stuff. Anyway, so I talked to this first guy. And we were on the phone together for about an hour. Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and realizing that, like, so he realized that even though the phone that we ordered said it was in stock and still showed in stock on the website, it wasn't actually in stock in the warehouse. And um, it was going to be six weeks. Oh, wow. Uh, and I was like, well, you know, I think, like, that information would have been great in an email um, to let me know that this hasn't gone through. And can we just switch to a different phone of the same kind, but a different color? And he was like, oh, let me check. And I was like, okay, well, that's exciting. Uh, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, actually, we can do that. And I was like, okay, cool. Then um, what do I need to do to make this happen, like, faster? And he's like, oh, it's fine. I'll take care of it. And I said, great, thank you. <laughs> and that was my first mistake. Oh, so no. so then like another week goes by and I still don't have any information about anything. And I, my brother-in-law's phone has been sitting on my counter for like four days. And anyway, I have nothing. I have no confirmation that this switch has happened. So I call again and the person that I get is like, oh, well, we don't have any record of any switch ever happening and the phone's still on back order for six weeks. And yeah, you just, it's just gonna, you're just gonna take what it takes. Like we can't, you know, and I was like, mm. however, could you please research? And I know you have record of like my conversation with this person from last weekend. Please, please, please. Can you just like look and see what he did and make sure that it went through because this should be taken care of already. And so they looked and looked and then they were like, oh, yeah, so that didn't happen. I guess he didn't press that extra button or whatever. And I was like, I don't know, guys, I feel like an extra button is kind of like a bit of a blame shifting thing here. Anyway, um, so then they're like, OK, so it'll be like another four weeks. And I was like, I really I like that's not really acceptable in this case. Um, I was like, so if I had just like gone to do a pickup in store, it would have been fine. And they're like, yeah, yeah. If you had just picked up in store, you could have had your phone tomorrow. And I was like, oh, cool. OK, but I can't. I can't fix that now. No. Okay. So, so it just like, it just kept going in circles. So, so, and they kept telling me that I had like, I had just, I had just, I had ordered my phone and it was already going to ship and I couldn't change it. And I was like, I just don't think that that's right. So then I said, okay, can I please speak to your manager? <laughs> and, and cause you know, in cost and like phone support, when you ask for the manager, it becomes like a big deal. And um, I've been, you know, on all sides of that conversation. Anyway, so they're like, well, we don't have managers. 
I was like, <laughs> what do you mean you don't have managers? And they're like, well, we don't have managers. We have um, what um, it, it was. Oh, God, the phrasing was so specific. It was a back house inquiry system. We have overlords. Yeah. 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 And I was we like, deities. Exactly. And I was like, so. So you're telling me that you can't physically transfer me? He's like, no, no one's ever been transferred. To the- what? And I, he's I love like, this. he's like, I can start a, I can open a ticket for you, and someone will get back to you from business affairs in five to ten business days. And I said, I'm sorry, five to ten business. Okay. So then, then I was like, well, I don't really find that acceptable either. So I'm going to like then ask for. Like, what's like, what is the highest possible person I can give some feedback to just not about you, but just about how this whole system is working? Mm Because I really honestly, an email early on would have sufficed and I could have made some different changes and different arrangements. So they issue two tickets to two different ends of the company. One is the president that you can contact and if you contact the president one of their assistants will get back to you very quickly because that's a serious escalation and the other was a whatever the back anyway (laughs) so another couple days goes by it's not five to ten business days but it's like another couple days and i get a phone call from this woman and she's just like so can you just tell me what happened again? And I was like, with pleasure. So let's do this again. So I walk her through everything. And it takes like, I'm going to say 45 minutes. But finally, she's like, oh, so all you want is to just have a different phone? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And she's like, so, so literally all you want is a different phone that's not on back order for six weeks. And I said, yeah. She's like, well, that I can help you with. And I was like. blessings amazing (laughs) amazing thank thank you thank you for for hearing this and hearing me and she's like yeah this is this is a little bit crazy that you've had to go through this and I said it is thank you also for that because I mean I don't care necessarily for the ableist framing of crazy but I will take it in this instance because it does seem to be a lot and then uh so she sorted stuff out and honestly, it was great. And she she did it relatively quickly. And she was like, I'll give you a $10 credit, too. And I was like, sure. I mean, I think <laughs> I think more, but that's fine. I'm not going to ask for more. It's fine. I'll take it. Um, and then the next day, I got a phone call from the president's assistant person. But Ooh. not really like the president's assistant. Like, obviously, they have their own, like, staff or whatever. They're like, so this phone situation, I see there's two tickets, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and they're like, can you tell me about the situation? I was like... No, honestly, I don't have more time to invest in this. Um, but you've got all the information that probably people have documented the numerous phone calls and the hours that we've discussed this and how the situation was rectified. Honestly, please just like put an email practice in place to notify folks about um, backlogs in your warehouse. That's all. Please, please, please. <laughs> and, um, and I'm sorry, I don't have more time to discuss this with you. But uh, thank you so much. And then I hung up. And that was, we got the phone like about wow. three days later. It's been fine ever since. Wow. That's wonderful. What a situation. <laughs> That's like when you're, when it's like the middle of a pandemic and you're like, you don't have like any sort of control over anything that is bound to make you just feel like the world is in chaos. I mean, it is, but like <laughs> even more so. 
Wow. I was, I was just like so deeply um, frustrated just like because all it took was like one extra minute of like reading like for more thoroughness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all it would have taken. And it would have been fine. And I get it. We're all busy. It all sucks. Everyone's doing their best in a pandemic. But yeah, I, but also, I was not thrilled. You're like your time is your is your energy. Like, oh, my God. I spent hours on this and like yeah. the waste of time, like for all the people on the other end, too. Like, yeah, it was wild. But it's- it's like the, this, what I always feel like at the end of those like similar conversations is the staff doesn't have the tools I need to be successful. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I get nothing frustrates me more when I'm on the phone with like Fido and it's been a long time since I had a phone issue with them. But when I did, it was catastrophic uh, just because of the customer service. Like, yeah, they're like, yeah, let me look into this. And then it's 45 minutes. You're like, how is this very clear problem taking 45 minutes like a vortex yeah yeah i don't have the patience that you have i've been trying to change my cable my shaw like account for months but every time i try to call there's like a 30 minute wait on the phone and i'm like no i'm not doing this (laughs) you know what i will say about those like 30 minute waits that they do if they ever have a callback option yeah they do Okay, so so I have found that every time I am in a callback situation where I can put in my number for a callback, I get the callback like two minutes later. I think they like kind of lie. I think they they have like a setup that is just like meant to deter you. (laughs) I would not be surprised. So many like bureaucratic things like that, like. They just yeah. make you jump through hoops so you will be defeated and just continue paying too much money. They guarantee, yeah. they honestly, they count on your defeat. It's the same thing with like um, someone, oh my God, I can't remember who it was, but someone used to, someone told me about like the great sort of like scam that gift cards are, which is that like obviously the companies get all the money mm-hmm. and people never use their gift cards. And so it's just like, well, I mean, a lot of people do use them, but like a bunch of people don't. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we have several that are just sitting there waiting for us to use at some point. And yeah, it's like that's just like free money for the company. Yeah. And also like they used to be able to expire for like yes. every month you didn't yes. use them. And then that was so like illegal oh, yeah. to be illegal. So illegal. Yeah. But like, yeah, I remember going through like, you know, family members who would die and then I'd find all these gift cards they had. And it's like you phone this number, or go to this website to find out what the balance is. And it's like this balance is zero because it was inactive for this many months. And it's like, but that was like a hundred dollars. That was fifty dollars. Yeah. And it's just like you've taken it away from me because I didn't buy things fast enough. And it's like this evil. <laughs> it is evil. So unacceptable. Yeah. Um, I just had a really positive phone experience. So Yay! they happen. Yeah. I like Jay and I, now that like society is, uh, returning to normal, we're like, shit, we need new phones. Cause they just die so fast. But the, the person, like we assumed we were going to have to go buy it. And then like our plans were going to get more expensive, but the person who helped us was so just like transparent and like obviously not making a commission but was just like yeah uh you're paying too much money and i'm gonna switch you to this plan so you're paying less and like don't buy the phone here it's so much cheaper if you just get it 
from Apple and do this and do that. And like, don't buy a case here, do this. And I was just like, I love you, I guess. Like, I guess <laughs> I want you to be my best friend now. So great. It was magical. And now I can uh, do really cool things like control my light bulb color with my phone. Wow. Worth every penny. Wow. So important. <laughs> <laughs> can finally have bisexual lighting. It's all I've ever wanted my whole life. Ever since I discovered that it was a thing. Anyway, (laughs) retail dream. That's great. Also, like, just eating at a restaurant was a retail dream. Yeah. And it was one of those situations where I didn't pay for the food. Okay, I've decided I want there to be, like, a term. You know how there's, like words in other languages that are, like, for this, like, very obscure but, like, specific feeling? I think there should be a term for when you're not the person paying for food and you don't want to like pry, but you're also really concerned that the person who is paying for the food is tipping enough. And so you want, yeah, (laughs) totally. You're just, and especially if it's like someone from a different generation from you who -hmm. maybe like doesn't have the same sort of uh, idea of what, like what is fair. And so I'm like, You know, like it's a pandemic, right? You know, like these people are risking their lives to be here, right? But also you it's probably fine and they're probably tipping enough. But then when you leave the restaurant and you say like thank you to the server or whatever and they've seen how much the tip is, but you don't know, and so you wanna be like, Really, thank you. <laughs> like, thank you. Like, can I somehow slip you some more money? But it's also probably fine. Anyway, that should be <laughs> a term and it should be called yeah, I'm trying to think of like what should it sound like? Flinkle dingle. I don't know. Mm. But I feel it every time. Every time like a, a parent or a like a senior relative. Yes. I remember once like going out for pizza with um some comedians after a show. This is so long ago and I still think of it. And we ended up not we were eating in the restaurant. But the one of the comedians was going to get his pizza to go. And then he decided to eat it at the table with us. But he didn't tip, mm. even though like he'd had all of the service. And I, I always thought, like, it really was weird. It was a weird yeah. situation, but uh, I don't know. I have a retail experience and a retail dream. Awesome. So the retail experience, I shared this with Jessica on the weekend. Um, I went to a farmer's market in Gresham, Oregon. <laughs> And they had a little arts fair as well. It was very sweet. No one was wearing masks except my family and one woman uh, (laughs) in her 20s. Um, And there is this bakery there that does gluten-free stuff. So my stepmother was like, Alicia, like the gluten-free bakery's here. And (laughs) it was, I'm like hustling over because I've had a real shortage of pastry since I got there. (laughs) And like, I'm starting to wilt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so I'm scanning and I'm like, I want something to share and something that's different. And like, I don't want just a big gluten-free cookie because like, that's weird. You get it. And then you can't share. And I see this like beautiful, uh, aluminum pie tray of fresh cinnamon buns with like massive blobs of cream cheese icing. So it has two types of icing. It has like the gooey icing, but also the cream cheese icing. So it's double iced. Yeah. And I whip out my card and like, I can't buy them fast enough. Um, (laughs) And like, there's other people at the table and I'm just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. It's like the last batch of like goodies and I can, we can have it for dessert. 
and there's like three of us. So that means I can get two of them. <laughs> like I'm doing all the, the food math and I'm just so pleased. And then I have to walk around for an hour and a pretty on a pretty hot day with these cinnamon buns. But I'm just thinking like, how good are they going to be? Even if they aren't good, they're cinnamon buns. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't care. And yeah, like it came to like $21 Canadian for four cinnamon buns. Whoa. So I'm really going to enjoy these. Yeah. Um, even though they they include dairy, something I'm always trying to avoid and failing at. And then I get home and I've got a bag of butter, popcorn, jelly bellies to get through. So I'm working on that. And we also have some fresh caramel popcorn we got at this really cute candy store. And I'm eating these things called hippies. They're these delicious like chickpea, vegan, kind of like cheesies. Okay. So I'm like kind of set for now. But I'm thinking, oh, after dinner, cinnamon bun time. We're going to watch that weird show on Netflix we've been watching called Manifest. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to eat my cinnamon buns and I'm going to have a second cinnamon bun. And I'm going to go to bed and I'm not going to be able to sleep because my stomach's going to hurt. It's <laughs> perfect. It's my favorite. So I like waddle over to my cinnamon buns at some point. I've had like a big glass of cider that I got from the market too. I'm like in a good mood. I want to look at the cinnamon buns. I look at the ingredients and the first ingredient is wheat flour. Oh no. <laughs> so it's my fault. The bakery does both types of baking. Like I've visited this bakery in person and I guess one side of the table was gluten-free oh. and she was busy. Like the woman was busy and I was greedy <laughs> And like grabbing at things like a maniac. So I wasn't able to uh, eat those cinnamon buns. And my stepmother doesn't eat gluten either. So we gave oh, them to no. my brother. And yeah, I st I've still not had pastry. So I'm wow. sad. I Your need pastry. pastry but something made up for it. <laughs> my levels are so low. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm meeting Graham for coffee tomorrow. And I had lined it up so like mid-coffee I could go and get something from Lemonade Bakery. And uh, he just changed the plans to meet at 8.30 in the morning. And Lemonade does not open until 10. Oh, no. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to get pastry tomorrow either. But I did have the best pizza of my entire frigging life. Um, a neighbor of mine uh, said, have you ever tried the parlor pizza, gluten-free pizza? And I was like, no. Huh? <laughs> Whatever. <you know. laughs> and then I looked at it a couple of times on DoorDash. And I was like, oh, it's so expensive. Oh, I don't even know if it's good. I don't know if I want to pay this much money for pizza. <laughs> and then there was like this, I have like Dash Pass because I order in fairly frequently. And there was a special $10 off pizza this week. And I ordered from the parlor and I got a pizza and it was called um, Gold Member, which I apologize for. I didn't create the name and it has potatoes on it. So potato business. Nice. Um, Gruyere, one yep. of my favorite cheeses of all time. Whoa. Truffle oil and these beautiful sauteed mushrooms. And uh, yeah, I ate, I ate an entire pizza. The pizza is clearly enough for three regular hungry people. Uh, <laughs> but like, I couldn't, I couldn't not finish it. It was beautiful. My, my eyes welled up with tears. The crust was both fluffy and crunchy. Mm -hmm. I'll never, um, I'll never eat another Panago pizza again. Oh, Honestly, I totally amen. agree with you. Parlor pizza is delicious, and I love it so much. Where are they I at? I have no idea. I don't they're know in where they're at. They're in they're, Yaletown? They're in Yaletown. And honestly, they have, like, kind of a, but they have, like, a weird club vibe. Um, yeah, they, like, they put up, up a velvet rope at, like, 8 p.m., basically. Like, it's... Oh, my God. Weird. It's a lot. Like, honestly, stick with delivery. Although, I will say, one time I ordered from Parlor and had the DoorDash, they left it out front of our apartment building on Main Street, didn't tell us... 
And then 10 minutes later, let us know that they left it and it was gone. Yeah, of course. I know. It was so sad. But yes, parlor, delicious. I'm so glad for you, Alicia. This is so great. I can't can't, can't even like I thought about ordering it the next day. Yeah. I like their hungry. (laughs) I like their sauce. I know that we talked about sauces last time I was on and how I don't like a ton of sauces, Mm -hmm. but um, they have a dipping sauce, uh, 222 or something. I can't remember what it's called. I don't know. I did not see that part of the menu. Yeah, get the sauce next time because it's real good. And um, but sauce. I ordered their pizza with no pizza sauce, and it's still delicious. Oh, nice. Yeah, 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 this one didn't have a pizza sauce on it. It has something yeah. else. I've had the. I've I've been with a friend while they had Gold Member several years ago, and it was tasty. Yeah, Gold Member. It's, I just wanted to say I almost wrote them a letter. <laughs> wow. But it was a place in town, and it also didn't survive the pandemic, called Assembly. Um, extremely cute man oh, yeah, that yeah. worked there, and uh, extremely, like, very good pizza. But now this blows that out of the water. Wow. Yeah, I think, you know what? I'm going to order one tomorrow night. <laughs> does Does AJ's have a gluten-free option? Have you ever eaten from AJ's? Is that the uh, one on uh, Broadway? Yeah, it's across from Kingsgate Mall. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, I'm so sorry, because they're also very good. I've had a couple there and uh, we'll always like walk to pick it up and Jay went in to pay, but they're like, oh, the pizza's not quite ready yet, but like you can just hang out here and wait. And then uh, the guy who was working there like started being all like anti-vaxxer to Jay and Jay no. was like, I'll wait outside. <laughs> no. Is that just a, a thing that's happening at pizza places in Vancouver? I think it was just like a young, dumb guy. Who- young, dumb and full of dumb pizza sauce <laughs> um, yeah anyway like, i know the distance between your place and that place and that the pizza wasn't ready yet is i they forgot to make it <laughs> yeah there's like a special pizza you have to order that like takes a long time and it's is like it a, a deep dish it basically tastes like focaccia that they made pizza on yeah it's the deep Ooh, dish and they yeah. yeah yeah it's like a cloud and then we just like sat and ate it on a bench <laughs> Well, it all worked out. It was like a date. It was nice. Should we do segments? Yeah, we're practically, I mean, like talking about gold member. This is practically potato business. We're talking Mm -hmm. about sauces. It's like acceptable (laughs) sauces. Andrea, as our guest. Yes. What do you want? What do you want to do? What? I mean, I'm happy to talk about potato business. I, you know, that I love talking about also grapes. Um, I did think a lot about the fanciest animal. I don't know. I can do anything. Oh, yeah. Your fanciest animal is extremely good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk it's fancy animals. one of animals. my favorites. Yeah. What is the fanciest animal? Okay, great. So... <laughs> Do I have to do anything to set it up? Or no, Jay, am I expected Jay to sing the intro for my face? Yeah, you have to sing all the intros. Sorry, Every single, we, things yeah. have changed since we started recording yeah, remotely. You gotta sing for your supper. Um, <laughs> you have to edit the episode for us. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you don't have enough. Yeah, your, you said you, your, you know, you yeah. like being busy. That's I what do. you said, right? I do, I do. Yeah, I love it. Um, um, okay, so my what fanciest is the fanciest animal. Oh, animal. That's here. Oh, <laughs> we can do this. We got this. So, Andrea, what is the fanciest animal in your opinion? Well, I've been recently introduced um, to what I'm going to describe as the ominous majesty of the shoe bill stork. <laughs> I cannot get enough of this. 
like prehistoric looking like just so much personality you can almost see the bow tie that you can imagine him wearing <laughs> totally. like all the time i've just decided apparently that all shoe bill storks are are boys um <laughs> and identify as male um but yeah you can just like like there's just there's like there's so much sort of like going on behind the eyes mm. every single and I've watched videos now of like Shoebill Storks I've like I really got into this and it's only been the, like I don't know the last six weeks because I think <laughs> like at one point Carlos was like hey do you have you ever seen a Shoebill Stork and and I said no and so then he just like showed me the scariest picture I've ever seen of an animal in my life and I was completely smitten immediately because I just like there's so much sort of that like could be described as like monstrous about mm. a shoebill stork. <laughs> totally. Or like almost like fantastical. Like they could be yes. in like, yes. like a, a mystical creature. Like they don't seem like they're of this earth. They totally don't. I also really love that it looks like it was like the inspiration for like Dudley on the Muppets. Like the um, blue creature who's the fancy man who dresses Miss Piggy. Um, oh. I just like love how much the Shoebill Stark looks like Dudley or vice versa. It's a very awkward bird. And I also enjoy that because I think like it's important where if you look menacing to like also be as physically awkward as humanly possible like that ups your fancy quotient so much (laughs) like it's just always like so not only is it wearing a cool bow tie but also like an ill-fitting tuxedo and yet it does it like still manages to like because its face is doing the menacing work you know like it's it's the eye contact and um even when it does its like wingspan i'm just like wow that is showing off because it has a huge wingspan. They're enormous. Have yeah. you have you heard them like clacking their beak together? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> it's alarming. It is. I watched this one video where it was like a, a shoebill stork like walking into a enclosure and I was like, what is that sound? And it took me like watching the video three times to be like, that's its face. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. like something playing over top of I was like, do I have two videos playing at the same time? <laughs> but it like blew my mind. And I'm in a I'm in like a animal cute animal picture sharing group on Instagram. And I think I think it was me one time who posted a picture of a shoebill stork. And then I felt so bad afterwards because one of the people <laughs> in the group was like, I am so afraid of these things. And I was like, I will never post one again. I'm so sorry. Like, good to know. It's honestly the only bird that I would ever consider having as a pet. <laughs> it would be like, there's like, nothing, there's nothing better than this bird. <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't like that they can eat other animals I quite care about without any thought. But yeah, I mean, I do the same thing. So I guess exactly. I'm more of a shoebill than anything but also like whoa i just looked in like inside of their mouth yeah it looks like there's like a little tiny i don't know vagina (laughs) inside there or some sort Mm. of like some sort of hooded something i don't know no some sort of i hope there's i i mean this picture is weird because it looks really happy so i'm like i hope there's some sort of yeah, they can look very um, thoughtful 
very concerned, ominous, and then very happy. Then they open their beak and they turn into like a goofy, yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. They're like that friend you have that has such a straight face until like, you know, they're like goofing around and it's like the best. Yeah. And then convulsing in laughter. Well, and I think that there's something like kind of playful, right? Like there's, I mean, I, I understand that they, they do look a little bit frightening and, and I, that's part of what pleases me about them. But I like when, like I'm reading this book right now by Jess Zimmerman. Um, Twilight. M- Monsters and Seven. other. <laughs> Twilight Seven. <laughs> Monsters and Other Women, I think it's called. And um, it's great. And it just like, it's talking a lot about sort of like what we think of as sort of monstrous qualities. And the Shoebill Stork just like fits every single one of those things to a T. But like, that's often with our... I don't know, like ill-formed ideas of beauty. And I think that the Shoebill Stark is actually so beautiful. And so mm-hmm. like there's so much grandeur, but it's also very ridiculous and yeah. it's ancient I'm and really otherworldly. I'm getting a full sleeve Shoebill <laughs> Stork tattoo on my left arm. <laughs> Amazing. They're like, they're unique. Like they don't look like any other birds and that is what makes them beautiful. Like they're, they have their own. And I think with that sort of size, there's this quiet confidence. Yes. You know, like, no one's really going to fuck with you. That's true. And that shows, too. Like, he can fly because they're all boys. Yeah. Um, (laughs) He, the man. He's can fly. That is the stork. um, Can, well, if there's, shoebill storks are men. (laughs) Never mind. Um, Okay, they're, they're almost my height. 55 inches is like their max. Wow. I love it. Perfect. Yeah. They can't fly Perfect well. I can't, I'm going to say they can't fly well, um, but, you know, they can get off the ground. Okay, their yeah. wingspan can be up to eight feet, six inches. That's <sighs> wild. So huge. It's such a show-off move. I love it. <laughs> I love but then it its too. body so just drags it down, and I, I really, <laughs> I just feel so connected. Yeah. I love it. it. I like everything about, I feel like I am the beauty equivalent of this bird. <laughs> I feel like I'm looking in a mirror. I, me too. Very honestly. similar body shape too. <laughs> Just like real, real thick around the middle. <laughs> um, I love it. I, I, I lo- this is just the best animal to revisit. A uh, bomb for my brain and my eyes and my heart. Oh my gosh, the shadow of Hank is just in my periphery and he's just staring at me. Whoa. Oh, nope. He's staring at the wall. He had a really big dinner right before the podcast. And I was like, you're going to regret that, dude. Um, I have wow. a fanciest animal. Yeah. What is and it? it's just my brother's cat, Blossom. She is. Sorry, I can't stop looking at the birds uh, I, lo- I was looking at so many and trying to also maintain eye contact with you too um it's my brother's cat blossom she is so beautiful she's a siamese mix she has these blue eyes that are just shocking they're like aquamarine that's wow. the color they're and clear and she has a sort of muddled gray coat that's the soft gray and she has like the points on the top of her ears and her paws are darker and she maybe weighs three pounds whoa so she's just so delicate i don't get any cat time in my life and usually when i do they're just regular cats like they don't know me they don't really want to hang out but she was very friendly and i really appreciated it and she's so beautiful i love her that sounds so nice yeah i really love other people's pets they're magical 
my fanciest my fanciest animal is going to be a draft horse because I saw oh, yeah. saw a couple of them yesterday uh, in Stanley Park pulling along some tourists in the little whatever that is cart mm-hmm. <laughs> wagon. Yeah. What is a, it? It's, Kalash. It's weird. I don't know the uh, the trolley. Yeah, it's weird. But there was two of them, and it was so they're so big. They're shockingly huge, and they're just so beautiful and like. Their feet are probably the size of my face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And having this new camera, I can really accurately photograph animals now. And so it's pretty exciting. Like before it to get a good picture to have to take like maybe 10 or 15 pictures. And now I can just get a good picture the first time. And I was like, whoa, this is game changer for my storage capacities. Like I'm just going to not have 300 of a blurry <laughs> flower on my phone it's gonna be great. but this could really negatively affect um your food instagram this is what i was thinking like it's gonna be harder to take a bad photo <laughs> so <laughs> like my my you know terrible food photography is going to really suffer but don't worry my old phone still works great and i have been using both of them <laughs> since i got the new one because the old phone perfect for taking into the bath with me now because if it falls in who cares i got this fancy new one that makes sense that makes sense maybe you could put your thumb you could put your thumb over the lens just to make a worse food photo i'm gonna have to find new because this new phone has like a wide angle too and so i notice if you take a photo in a certain way and your finger is like not where it should be. It wouldn't be visible normally, but with that wide angle, it's like it can see everything. Like I was holding <laughs> my sunglasses in my other hand and I took a photo and you could see the like arm of the sunglasses. And I was like, this is <laughs> science fiction is happening on my phone now. It's magical. Um, should we talk about grapes? Yeah, that would be great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. That's great. <laughs> green seedless mm-hmm. it's just classic i like it when it's like really cold and it's just come out of the fridge and it just like tastes so beautiful like it's refreshing so, oh, so refreshing so it's refreshing. wonderful they're a nice fruit to have because they don't go bad very quickly yeah it's berry agree. season and i'm like you really got to keep your eye on those guys oh we just got a pint of strawberries and they were like basically all bad when I went to go wash them and it sucked my whole like thing with the heat wave everything just like you know it being so hot like everything just ripened too fast and went bad so now when I get fresh fruit I immediately 
either eat it or cut it up and freeze it and then like have it in a smoothie because I'm like, I can't be trusted with this beautiful (laughs) produce and I will feel so bad with myself if I let it go moldy. So I just like cut up a whole uh, cantaloupe and put it in the fridge. And then, you know, while you're cutting it, you can be eating most of it too. It's great. Um, My favorite grape right now, this is wild. It's not even a grape. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. I'm going to I'm going to wow y'all. Uh mulberry trees are are oh. like in season like the mulberries are out and there's a couple in my neighborhood that I know about and I don't think anyone uh you like knows that these trees are anything more than just like decorative. So I can fit underneath them and feel like I'm in a little like treehouse magical world and just like reach up and grab so many and eat them. And That's so I great. have a little like Ziploc bag in my purse with me at all times because <laughs> uh, I want to make a little tart and they kind of look like a, I don't know, a bunch of grapes kind of, I don't know. This is a stretch. I've never had a fresh mulberry. I've only had a dried one. They're, they're kind of like blackberries, but like smaller and longer. Oh, I think I have had one. And they really stain your fingers when you're picking them. <laughs> see that. Which I'm a fan of. But yeah, I just, I haven't had a grape in a really long time. So I realized I need to rectify that. My favorite grape is any grape that doesn't have seeds. And it's almost time for my favorite season, the Concord Okanagan style grape. But I don't think we're going to get them this year. Yeah. Because all the fruit's cooking on the trees. Oh. So my favorite grape is the grape that survives climate change. <laughs> True. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Uh, I guess it's yeah. going to be fucking raisins. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm really Rehydrate. good at bringing it down. And I also have to say, like, it's taken me a lot not to keep looking at pictures of that stork. Um, <laughs> it's hard. It's, it's really hard. It's like, hard. Like, when Andrea chose green seedless, I was like, okay, I can look at a few more pictures. I got a bit more time. <laughs> I know I know this one. I'm not learning anything. I totally agree. I'm not going to interrupt. Well, and I have no information about the green seedless other than when you get it and it's good. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. The pop. The pop when you bite into one. Oof. Uh. Delicious. So satisfying. Such a great snack. Like when I remember I have grapes, I'm like, fuck, yes. Well, also, um, tomorrow afternoon, I'm taking um, one of my grandmas to go to the Everything Wine Store. Ooh. And so we're going to get stuff so we can pound that grape, as it were. And Ooh. so that's pretty exciting because um, I've been – I just haven't really – been drinking at home that much or like yeah. anything you know I'm, I'm a bit more of a social drinker uh and nobody else in my house drinks any wine so if i don't open a bottle and finish it it goes to waste yeah what about um, those cans of wine have you tried a can of wine i have in the past yes done cans of wine um i for some reason never buy them when i'm in a store though but you know what everything wine has cans of wine too so tomorrow up, girl. tomorrow i'm gonna stock up on a few <laughs> different types of wine and uh really like set my august off right yeah yeah, I've, I am not a big drinker, but sometimes I'll have a drink during the podcast and uh, I haven't had a glass of scotch in probably five or six years. I remember the last time I had scotch and I had so much of it that, you know, I can't really say that it was any sort of allergic reaction. And I think what we would call it is overindulgence. <laughs> but I've been a little bit wary because it's always like, well, maybe it's gluten free, maybe it's not. But I had a little bit at my dad's house. So good. Nice. Fancy. Mm-hmm. It was nice. And then we had it in a fancy glass. 
Well, love that. Should we do Pepple of the Week? Yeah. Sure, let's do it. Andrea. Oops, I keep... Oh, man, this has been... Let Alicia interrupt Jessica. Knight. No, you're you're more than welcome. You Go go for it. All I do is your papo. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us who your papo is. <laughs> it's my sex voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> oh, crap. Oh. <laughs> so my papo is um, my friend's dog that I got to hang out with last <gasps> uh, Friday night. Um, I think it was last Friday night. God, was it? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, it was a, it was a night. Um, and we got to like be in their backyard and, um, their dog's name is Franklin. And this is the dog. uh, Franklin is is sort of, he, he lives in the home of Andrea Jin Mm -hmm. and Joe Clark and they're, you know, lovely humans and they have a lovely dog. And Franklin is just like so excited when we come over, he runs up to us and he jumps all over us and he's like it's like we're his best friends returning from a long lost trip every single time we see him and it has been like several months since we've seen him so we've really missed him and um we all have like our separate um areas in the backyard so that like we can be you know covid compliant so carlos and i have like one couch and then our other friends have another couch and then Andrea and Joe have their chairs and Franklin loves to come and sit between Carlos and I and he'll go from one to the other of us and just like let us pet him but then he also has been like recently just like well this past visit I guess because that's the only recent time I've seen him but like I don't know if it's because he's like six months older than the last time I saw him and he had been kind of like you know pretty puppyish last year but uh he just like will soulfully stare into your eyes <laughs> and just like he's just like telling you stuff from his soul wow. and it's so wonderful and he's just so adorable and sometimes they put little bow ties on him and it's so cute ah, he's such yeah. a beautiful dog I've, I've seen him on instagram <laughs> yeah he's he's on instagram yeah franklin is on instagram and uh he's just like the best and i'm not allergic to him because i love i love dogs and i love cats so much but i'm kind of highly allergic to both and uh and i'm i'm pretty not allergic to him i mean i wasn't allergic to hank that time i came to your place alicia so that was really nice too but um yeah i'm not it's it's really nice when i can be around dogs that i'm i seem less allergic to yeah Yeah, i mean it gives you a chance to yes absolutely that's so wonderful that you get it you have a chance to have some pet time I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine is also a dog. Oh. See if we can have a dog hat track hat trick here. Um, I was yesterday in the West End and we saw a puppy husky and oh, we like changed the direction we were going in so we could uh, meet it because we saw that it was meeting people and we asked uh, the husky whose name was Milo. Uh, we asked Milo's uh, human companion if it was okay to meet and it was magical because there had been like a few like cute dogs and puppies and stuff who wanted to meet us and like we wanted to meet them, but it was just like the owners were busy and you know when you have that like misconnection mm-hmm. and it's like detracting from your soul <laughs> and then you're like, I need to fill this empty hole and then we d- we did it. We went for it. It was he had that like puppy fur still, that mm. like different coat, um, really really blue eyes, and just like so tiny. 
but you could tell he was going to get so big because his paws are huge. <laughs> and he was re- really wanted to eat some goose poo. And I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's basically like a smoothie for a dog. Like it's just grass, right? <laughs> um, like pureed grass. And yeah, his owner, I was just like, you're not going to like get five steps without the next person coming up to meet this adorable <laughs> dog. And he was, I think he was five months old. So a real little guy. So great. So, so lovely. They're so magical. I love a husky so much. Yeah, Damn. they're so wolfy. They oh, are. I love it. They also feel sort of like their eyes, they feel, I don't know, like they are ancient. <laughs> like yeah. some sort of mystical creature. I just love dogs. <laughs> yeah, they're the bears. Can't Who's get your papo, Alicia? I have, I have like two, three papos. One Alicia. is my papo, Michael, my dad. He's so great. He's a uh, papo of my heart. So great to see him. I didn't have a, I didn't cry, but at the airport when I said goodbye, I cried, but he didn't see. I rushed into the airport. Um, uh, my second puppet was Hank. Oops, he just barked. Wow, um, he heard his name. <laughs> he spent five days uh, with a new professional dog sitter and had a blast. She loved him. They're best friends. We bumped into her today and they French kissed. Oh, basically like, you know, like when Hank likes somebody, he's like this with Jessica as well. It's just this like love fest. And like he can't, he's just beside himself. And he's not like that with everyone. He likes people, but he loves certain people. And he got along with her dogs and he made friends with her dog, Jeep, who is a one-eyed pug. Jeep. He's so cute, and I was follow, like follow her on Instagram, so I was aware of Jeep, but I didn't know Jeep was her own dog. Oh wow! Um, and they had cats there, and Hank eventually got used to the cats as well, and he stopped being a oh. dick to them. So that was—I don't know—I just feel like um, sometimes I'm a little bit apologetic for Hank's personality because it's very over the top, and it was really affirming to see someone really get him uh, the way that you know I get him. So that was great. And then my third is my brother's dog who is a total goof. He's 125 pounds, <laughs> and he's a Great Dane, but he's small because he had a parvo, a, a deadly virus when he was a puppy that he survived. And I only see him whenever I visit Oregon, and it was so much fun. He's kind of bad in the way that I like, um, <laughs> but he's so much bigger like that he's just in your face the whole time, and I loved it. I was covered in dog fur when I left I have to wash the dress like I at least once, I'm sure, to get it clean because it's covered in slobber. <laughs> and he's really spoiled. And my brother fed him from the table while we were eating dinner <laughs> from his own fork. Wow. <laughs> and it was something to behold, like the love he has for this dog and how spoiled he is. And he's a bit of a ding dong dog. Like you're like, you're like, is anybody home? No one's really sure. It's so great. <laughs> That's kind of my favorite kind of dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you know, he's just like, he's just like a dog. Just pure love. Yeah. And he's spooked by a lot of stuff. Like how big dogs are. You're like, you shouldn't be scared of anything. And he's yeah. like scared if I move too fast. And it's great. I it's love like, him. You can crush me. <laughs> like, yeah. You, yeah. He did like sit on me a few times and I was, and then just like stick his whole tongue in my ear <laughs> and like clean the whole side of my head. And I was like, I don't like this, but I can't get out of it. Aww. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Those are my puppos. Lucky puppo rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are great puppos too. So this brings us to the end of the podcast. Andrea, there's so many ways people can enjoy your work. 
<laughs> tell us, tell the audience <laughs> how to find you. What's the best way? Should, which books can they buy? <laughs> uh, well, um, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me again, both of you. I like just adore you both so much. Um, uh, I, I've got two books that I've written. Um, one is called, uh, We Ought to Know How Four Women Rolled the 90s and Changed Canadian Music. And, uh, also, uh, Buffy St. Marie, The Authorized Biography. They're very different books and different experiences. Uh, but, you know, I like them both. And <laughs> so that counts. Uh, and you can find those in any bookstore or online or Audible if you'd like. Uh, I read the Buffy bio one. So, you so can, if you want to listen to that audiobook, cool, go for it. Um, and basically, like, probably Twitter and Instagram are the best places to find me. And uh, Twitter is at underscore Andrea Warner. Mm-hmm. And Instagram is Miss Andrea Warner. Lovely. What about if they want to listen to your podcast? Oh, God. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Forgot about Okay, so, uh, yes, the podcast that I co-host is called Pop This Podcast. And um, you can find us, uh, you know, iTunes and every other place that you might listen to a podcast, Spotify, all that other stuff. Um, and it's Pop This with an exclamation point. Such a great podcast. Thank you so much. Jessica, what are you? If people want to buy a tote bag, I think we're getting pretty low. I think we maybe have like less than a handful left. You can go to our online store, uh, retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, you're welcome to do so. Patreon.com slash retailnightmares. No pressure whatsoever. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it for me. What about you? Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, sometimes I get mad at local politicians. I'm (laughs) Alicia A. Tobin on Twitter. Um, you can listen to me make farting noises for $300 on Cameo. I'm just kidding. I'm not a Cameo. (laughs) Yeah. Would I think you could get some takers for that? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait, that was free. Give me $300, whoever listened to that. <laughs> that was a preview. That was a preview. Yeah. You guys could do that as a Patreon level. Yeah. It's just your, oh, own, yeah. your own private cameos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Subvert the cameo system. Like, take it. Take Ooh, it for yourself. I love it. You are our manager now. <laughs> yeah, actually. That would be great. You have better ideas than we do. So, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I'm just, All I'm thinking about is that, that stork and that pastry. Got to get topped up on both. Yeah. I think I might order myself a shoe built stork print of a photograph. Yeah. And display that prominently somewhere in my home. On the fridge. I would oh, like yeah. a I would like a I draw. Like a, I wish I wish I knew how to draw. I would like love to draw a shoe built stork. You know? Just like, start. Start. like whatever you do is gonna be great. Yeah. Well, I've gone to your come draw with me and I can safely say that all of my pictures are best as like um like line drawing, like um stick figures. I'm good at stick figures and I do sure. enjoy it. But I I, I just a stick look- figure shoe bill <laughs> I mean like we're gonna start doing the show again, so maybe save it, but Okay. <laughs> no drawing is bad. Yeah, no, so I, just I understand do that. I would just like a beautiful rendered drawing of a shoe bill stork like and that's the, like mm-hmm. my dream now photorealistic yeah yeah i mean i prefer like the quote-unquote worse a drawing is of a shoeville stork i think the better the drawing would be 
because like the more <laughs> demonic and terrifying it looks, the more I would love it. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. Like I, the, I guess like I guess I want to because I would enjoy that. But I just don't think I think mine would be so middling in between that it wouldn't really be like demonic enough nor classy mm. enough. Mm. I think I that if you made a if you just kind of worked on it while you were watching TV, <laughs> you could get there. Really like, build it up. Add you're expecting feathers. this is the problem with people that don't draw is that they expect that they should be able to be good at it. But no one who draws well, except for like people that have like ex- exceptional brains, da Vinci. They have, to, they have to draw forever to get good. Yeah, yeah. You're I just I'm like not willing to put in the time. I've got like one thing I'm okay at, and I'm you're gonna good stick with at it. So many other things. <laughs> yeah, I got really good at drawing horses when I was a kid, but Ooh. I could only draw their faces. Nice. So like, when I started working on the bodies, I was like, I'm not good at this. I give up. You're terrible me. at drawing horse buttholes and dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Way I know. Off. I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> Take that back. Uh, save it for the next horse information. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, Andrea, please come back anytime that you like. Um, maybe next time we'll get to see you in person. Or if we're, we're lucky, we'll get to see you sooner. Yeah. Just in crossing paths in our beautiful city. Um, to the listener, thanks so much for listening to the podcast, to the people that uh, donate to our Patreon. We really appreciate it. Um, we hope that as the world pretends things are normal, <laughs> that you are doing okay. Thinking about you and we love you. Yeah. Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>